0: She just didn't like that I was being she so was out and proud, you. Yeah. and you know,
1: which was a little weird. Was that the girl who copied your outfits all the time?
0: There was a lot of <laughs> girls who copied my outfits, okay. Like, I could, if I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's V. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Ask V That, the space where I get to talk about all taboo topics affecting trans women of color and queer youth today. Thank you so much for the support so far and giving me the chance to even create this space. Make sure to go find this show on all streaming platforms and give me a rate and review. It really helps keep the safe space for queer people of color like myself. But today I'm here with my mom and we're gonna be discussing how to support trans kids.
2: Hi, Vivi
1: i'm so glad to be here thank you for having me of
0: course girl no it's probably been a struggle even trying to get here (laughs) because you know
1: well i mean it's been a little bit of a journey but i am so glad to finally be here to see where you live Mm -hmm. and see how you live and it's really exciting i'm so (laughs) proud of you thank you this is actually my mom's
0: first time um going to los angeles where i live now Mm -hmm. she just visited my apartment so it's been really fun we've been just like I don't know, showing her everything that I've been doing for the last like almost year now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's really exciting. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy uh, to be here. Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The updates in life with you.
1: Oh, the updates in life. Uh, Mom life forever. Right. Yes. So you're my first baby. Yes. Nineteen years old. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Then I have you a second. Know age? Okay. I... <laughs> so many children. She's losing track of time, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and then your brother, yes, and he's a year younger, almost eighteen. Yeah. And then I have a baby mm-hmm. who's a year and a half. So I'm definitely starting over in a new day and age. But I'm up for the challenge. So, mm-hmm. and I'm here to support you in any way I can. Oh, I yeah, love it. Of course. So
0: with my new baby brother coming in, are you going to be teaching him all about trans people, even if he isn't a part of the community? The. <laughs> right i mean uh, we have to educate people about us and you know Girl, we exist <laughs> come on now
1: next question <laughs> this skirt looks familiar this little skirt you have on here. It may or may Is not that the there. skirt that you wore or trying to wear to the basketball game in high school <laughs> Why you gotta clock my tea like that? Cause I just remember I've
0: been keeping them skirts forever, okay? You- if it fits, it fits, okay? Like it's a nice mini skirt, okay? <laughs>
1: you were trying to leave the house. <laughs> in like this cute little number and I was like where are you going you said I'm going to the basketball game girl <laughs> I honestly
0: think I cuffed it because you were like now it's like iconic yeah, yeah now I feel like I was like if I can't wear it back then I should be wearing it now you know like, I'll show you mom <laughs> and I'm gonna wear it on your show today oh my god it wasn't even not intentional either subconscious you know but you look really cute thank you yeah you yeah, too. beautiful I
1: love the comfy look oh thank you I was St- kind of stressed about what to put on but then I was like you know what I'm a mom
0: yeah who cares no what were you you were gonna put on your little skims dress no, before. I was gonna
1: put on <laughs> I was gonna do the most but then I was like let me just relax let me just like we're gonna get into some you know serious topics here mm-hmm. let me just be comfortable and casual and yeah. so we can just you know feel like we're just talking you know absolutely yeah
0: well <laughs> speaking of serious topics today we're gonna be talking about how to support trans kids mm-hmm. why is this topic important to you
1: the Topic of supporting trans kids is not only important to me, but I think it should be important to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, learning about people, supporting our children, supporting trans people, supporting trans people of color, is, I mean, it should be something everybody should be doing Uh, for the betterment of our society and yeah I mean it's huge there's a lot of kids out there these days who need the support of their families who need the support of their parents and um, need the support of their schools and the people who are surrounding them and education is key we need to learn about trans people we need to learn how to support trans people we need to learn how to support trans kids so that we can have healthy people in our future yeah yeah
0: and good mental health for trans people. For sure.
1: That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. mental health is key. And and the best way to support the mental health of trans people is to be affirming and supportive in the best ways that you can be.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. For and sure. They have that support backed up for them. You know, they can feel like they can go to people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important for me just because currently there's a lot of bills going around mm-hmm. of just anti-legislation for queer kids Mm -hmm. taking away hormones Mm -hmm. teachers adding you to your parents at school Mm -hmm. um and there's just like a lot of people throwing around actions that can be so detrimental to the life of somebody who is in a vulnerable state that can be dangerous in certain locations that aren't as accepting Mm -hmm. um so i just think it's really important to talk about right now because even when i was a little kid i was going through issues at school where there wasn't necessarily bills being thrown at me, um, not up until like 2016.
1: Well, there was the bathroom bill. Yeah. When all the bathroom bills were going around and the bathroom bills were, um, you know, legislation that was going around, uh, anti-trans legislation that was going around mm-hmm. to try to prevent trans people from using the bathroom in which they're, I, they identify. Yeah. With their gender so and luckily in the state that we're from that was just it it wasn't going to happen it was
0: a given right
1: yeah so the state that we live we lived in was washington and that you know was has been super beneficial for our family and for you and not everybody has the luxury of living in a state that supports trans people
0: what was your thought process when i was coming out to you at the young age of seven as trans
1: my thought process or the feeling that I had when you came out when you were seven was relief.
0: Really? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I was relieved that you were finally living in your truth. And I was relieved that you were able to go to school and tell people, hey, I'm a girl, address me as such. It It was like really freeing to see that. When I was a child, was there ever a
0: time where you had to protect me from adults that thought it was wrong to raise a trans kid?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even within our own family. Oh, really? Yeah. <sighs> I mean, yeah. So, I mean, due to religious beliefs um, or just, you know, thinking that I was pushing it on you, thinking that I was making you dress like a girl or, you know, play with Barbies or whatever, yeah. you know. Um, But yeah, I mean, and speaking of someone who I had to protect you from was actually the children's pastor at church. Mm-hmm. And he, and I remember that. Do you I remember, remember that. And he did it with you in the room, awful. which was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like
0: the decency. Why don't you not have the kid? <laughs> like seeing your mom cry before her eyes. Like, don't you think that's going to be a little traumatizing? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. He pulled me aside after church and honestly, like, and now I don't go to church at all. Like, that was when I stopped. Really? I had the, this light bulb moment. Yeah. And he pulled me aside and said, you know, I want to talk to you about, I got a message from God for you. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, who doesn't want a message from God, you right. know? <laughs> and he said, um, God told me that he wants you to stop dressing your child in girl clothes.
0: If God is you, God is not in the room. <laughs> Let's was, be so honest. <laughs> anyway,
1: it was just, it was crazy. It was crazy. And then I, you know, I said, okay, well, I, Beyonce picks these clothes. Like, I don't dress Beyonce, you know. And, and he said, well, it's up to you since you're the parent and, you know, you uh, are, you know, the person who makes decisions for her. And if she, Actually, I think we didn't even identify as as a girl yet. No, so I was said, just expressing myself. Yeah, it was just And your, honestly,
0: yeah. because I couldn't express myself at school and church was said to be like an a, safe accept, place. a safe place. Yeah. I was in a sense like, oh, let me go feel feminine and express myself yeah, because that's how I feel. Yeah, and you put on your fluffy boots I'm, and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, I would like, it was almost like a second home for me and it got stripped away from me mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. literally of just how I was dressing and expressing myself. Uh, yeah, for
1: sure. And I remember him saying, like, if your if your child is gay, they're gonna like burn in the pits of hell or something like that. And asked me if I wanted to pray with him. Good lord! (laughs) Right? And I was little. Did you know I was not gay? I was actually a girl. So thank you very much. (laughs) But still, right? I mean, even if you were gay, yeah, right? Like, get out of here. I know. And then he called CPS on me. Right.
0: Yeah. How, oh, yeah. And the CPS ended up coming to my elementary school, sitting me down, asking me questions, mm-hmm. um, which was just so weird for me because they were asking me simple questions like, is your mom forcing you to be a girl? And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I want to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. And It was like.
1: No, yeah. CPS <laughs> can totally come to your kid's school, at least in our state and without your presence and take you out of class and ask you questions Mm -hmm. and so um, and you know I don't even know why they did that and I actually got a call from CPS after everything was over apologizing to me Because the case shouldn't shouldn't have even been picked up. Mm -hmm. They were just curious, I think. I think they just wanted to see the little boy who was wearing dresses.
0: Absolutely. And I think with, you know, like you said at the time, it was kind of a hot topic. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were just like, what if we could be something that's like diving into that topic? What if something Mm -hmm. like this becomes something on the news? You know, people want to get involved with Mm -hmm. things they are curious about and don't know. For sure. And... Even if that means, you know, dipping into somebody's personal life. For sure. I think that they
1: definitely felt like it was like a salacious thing, you know, like we need to go see about this. Mm-hmm. Um, being somebody
0: who's like being the savior when girl. And thankfully <laughs> you,
1: you were ready to answer those questions. Well, like, because we had to, I had <laughs> taken you to the children's hospital like a week before. Yeah. And they had given you a list of like all these questions, like to try to like prove that you were a girl. Mm. And one of the questions, and it's, it was so archaic. It was just like the, the stupidest questions to get your gender dysphoria diagnosis. Mm-hmm. It, the questions were like, do you play sports? Do you like sports? Yeah. Like, do you like... Just so sexist. It was so sexist. (laughs) And I'm like, these are the questions that they're asking to figure out if you have gender dysphoria. Like, this is
0: what you think it means to be a girl? This is what you think it means to be a man? Like...
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, because we all know girls play sports. Yeah. Right? Right. Exactly. (laughs) So silly. Do you feel people expect you
0: to know all the issues of a trans person because you raised a trans kid?
1: A lot of people come to me and do ask me a lot of questions about trans people or raising trans kids because I have experience, yeah. but I'm learning new things every day. Yeah. I learn new things all the time. So, you so say, I'm not the expert. Yeah. No, I'm definitely not the expert, but I have a little experience. What are some questions you got when other adults were asking you? Oh, easy. So okay. there's three main questions that I usually get. One... When did we know that right. you were trans, or when did you know you were yeah, trans? That's a big one. Right. Or some people will say, When did she decide to be trans? And I always say, She never decided to be trans. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, that's not something like you decide. I am. Like, you just are. I am
0: the woman yeah. I am. You know, it took me a little time to.
1: Put yeah. The we just figured it out together, together. Yeah. Right. But, exactly. yeah. So, and then two, um, are you dating? They want to know, like, Who you date, what gender of person you date, what kind of person likes you, you know, that kind of thing. And then the third thing is is she gonna get the surgery? Mm -hmm. Or, oddly, like surprisingly enough, people, I mean, in elementary school, there was a mom that came up to me and said, Oh, Um, I heard, you know, beyond is transgender and you're, you know, trying to educate the school system about that. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, you should come. We're doing like an educational after school meetings to help the parents and the staff learn about these trans kids who are coming forward now. And I said, you should come. She goes, no, I think I know everything I need to know. And I'm like, (laughs) okay. Yeah. And then she said, so, but I do have a question for you. Uh So, what private parts does your kid have? Oh my God. And I'm just like, <laughs> I think you need to come to this class. Yeah. <laughs> like clearly then you don't understand yeah. what it means to have trans. And also like, do I ask you about your kid's private parts? No. no, like have some common sense. Right.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think people lack the common decency when it comes to the concept of a trans kid, because mm-hmm. you know, with stigmas and stereotypes being so negative and trans people typically coming out later in life Mm -hmm. it isn't very common for trans kids to even exist
1: yeah I think you were actually the first kid at your school who came out yeah and I actually remember before you came out and it was a couple years before you came out and there was this book that was out and it was really popular and it was called my princess boy yeah remember that one yeah
0: I remember bringing it to class and feeling shameful too yeah
1: (laughs) and I we bought it and um I was thinking, you know, it would be a good idea to ask the principal if like the library would be able to carry it so that the Mm -hmm. kids could check it out and read it and go home and, you know, bring it back or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I asked the principal and she looked, she was so nervous. And I think she was really nervous about like what parents were going to think or say. And there wasn't much information out at the time about trans kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, because there was a time where it just boomed. And then it was like, I think it was like around the time Caitlin came out. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, everybody had this like huge interest in like, oh, what is this? What, you know, what does this mean? And oh my gosh, kids are trans, you know? And so it was even before that. Mm -hmm. And she was like, well, I don't think that we should carry it because, um, you know, the parents might think it's um, too sexual. Hmm. And that it was uh, just... A huge letdown, right? And it's funny, just it's not funny at all. But adults,
0: I think it's not funny. I think it's ironic, you know. Well,
1: it's <laughs> well, what a lot of adults, especially adults like m- around my age or maybe older, yeah, there are, some of some of them are a little behind on what sexuality is and what gender identity is. Absolutely. And just because you identify as a certain gender doesn't mean necessarily you're attracted to. The opposite, or whatever, you know, and um, they also closely tie like gender with sexuality. You know, I mean, like, Mm. and so she did, and so she thought that I was introducing a book like about sex, and it had nothing to do with that. It Mm. was like a book about like, oh, my princess boy likes to wear dresses, right? And don't bully him, yeah. And that was it. It was like a really nice book about not bullying and accepting your child for who they are, yeah, yeah, and their gender expression.
0: I think at that point it's like maybe you should read the book, girl. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't even know if she read it. Right? Like I, she probably just looked at it and was like, "No." Do they even read the books? Let's be honest.
1: I don't. Yeah, that's a whole other topic because the book banning. I'm sure that that book's not allowed in a lot of places right now. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: After 19 years of raising a trans kid, you would think you know it all. But are you still learning? As what? I'm growing up.
1: Even outside of your household? Of course. I learn new things all the time. I learn, you know, um, especially with the way that people identify. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who came to me the other day, and he's a trans male person. And um, he said, you know, for a long time, I had a really hard time identifying as male Because or a man because men have been so awful to me. And I didn't want to be that. So I just identify as trans masculine, but, and now he does call himself a man, but he said at first he didn't because he was like, you know, men have just been like, it's been really hard for me as a trans person, especially like with men, cis men. And I said, oh, that's really interesting. I didn't know that you could identify as trans masculine and not call yourself a man. Right. So I learn new stuff all the time.
0: And even I'm still learning, like as a trans person, like I don't know everything about the trans community. And I think there's so many different ways people express themselves that are valid. You know, I just because it doesn't pertain to my life, I believe that not always do I see that for like different parts of the community. Does that mean I don't accept it? No, I'm just learning. You know, and I feel like everybody's learning and I feel like we all have a common consensus of let's you know, accept each other and make sure when we speak, we're validating each other's mm-hmm. feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, it's just putting the education that there is lack of in the education system. And we kind of have to learn it within society.
1: Yeah. And if somebody checks you, you know, just correct it real quick, move on. Yeah. Right. Like that's all you can do. Yeah. Correct it. It doesn't cost you. Anything. We're making
0: mistakes. I'm making mistakes. And you think that somebody who is literally such a hard activist for the
1: community wouldn't make a mistake.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, like but, at some point I have to learn and learning is, you know, doing mm-hmm. something wrong and learning from it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, kind of speaking of that, was there ever a time where you, in a way, didn't have answers for people asking you questions or oh, when sure. I would ask you questions about my gender identity? What did you do when you yeah. didn't know an answer?
1: You know? Right. <sighs> yeah. Like I said, you were like the first kid who came out at school. uh as trans and not only that viandre but we lived in a community that was predominantly white yeah so you were, and you're trans feminine Mm -hmm. and that being a trans feminine little girl of color Mm -hmm. huge i mean it was huge in our community but since you were kind of a trailblazer i would get calls constantly every day asking me like what do we do when Viandre wants to use the girls' bathroom? Yeah. What do we do when Viandre wants to play on the girls' uh, sports uh, team? What do we do when Viandre doesn't want to get in the, girl, or in the boys' line? She wants to get in the girls' line for mm-hmm. whatever you're lining up for. Because in schools, it's funny like that teachers will often, and I hope this is changing, they'll say, okay, girls over here are boys over here. Yeah for whatever you're lining up for mm-hmm. when it could be done differently yeah so it could be like uh anybody whose name is like you know m and above go right. over here anybody who's is you know the rest of the alphabet go over here there's yeah. different ways to divide it not everything has but to we go back to, to girl and boy so much yeah but i would get a lot of phone calls asking me like what to do with you and it's when I was so new to it, even I didn't know the answers. I yeah. had no idea like what do we do when Beyonce wants to use the right. girls? You are not you are not using the bathroom all day long. Yeah. You would hold going to the bathroom until you got home from school, mm-hmm. which is you know really detrimental to your health. You could have hurt, you know you hurt yourself. Yeah. And so not knowing the laws, not knowing like there's no rules that came before this, like what to do, I just kind of guessed. And I was like, well, and I got it wrong. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, maybe we should let Viandra use the nurse's bathroom. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, okay, So they're like, okay, let's let's have Viandra use the nurse's bathroom. And then you were still not going to the bathroom all day. Yeah. When I thought I was making the best choice for you, it actually wasn't the best choice for you. Mm-hmm. And so I said, well, Viandra, how come you're not using the bathroom? Like we've set aside the nurse's bathroom for you. And you said, because then the nurse knows every time I go mm-hmm. and that's embarrassing. And then I, you know, I had to learn like, oh my gosh, I'm so like, what was I thinking? That's segregating you. Mm-hmm. And you know, making a spectacle of you. And so what I did was I, then that's where I started to tr- you know say, okay, I need to educate myself. Where do I find resources? Where do I find education on this? Okay. And I was reading a magazine. and in the magazine, it's like probably like People magazine or something. Mm-hmm. And in the magazine, it was an article on trans children, and it was just like so new and so like such a hot topic and there were some resources listed at the end of the article. And it was, there was a doctor in California that like, you know, her practice was treating trans kids. So I called her office and she was in California. Mm-hmm. And I said, I live in Washington. Where can I get resources? And they said, call the children's hospital where you live. Okay. I think they have something. So I called the children's hospital and they said, yeah, actually we have um, an organization that meets here every Sunday. Mm. And they help parents and children navigate this. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. So we started going to these support groups every Sunday where the parents were in another room and the kids were in another room and you guys just played. Right. There was no like, you guys didn't, you guys played with toys or colored or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the parents got together and were able to sit down with a experienced professional and sort out what was going on with our kids. Yeah. And so then I started to learn, and then I knew exactly where what, exactly. what to do. Because the
0: professionals sort of teaching
2: you.
1: Well, yeah, and I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't sit down and read the law books. Like I don't know what the bathroom rules are. Yeah. I didn't know, right? You know, because it never, it was never something I had to question. Mm-hmm. But now everything. I have to look at everything differently. Yeah. So yeah. And so then I learned, yeah, you know, you're, you have every right to use whatever bathroom you feel comfortable in. Mm-hmm. And for you, that was the girl's bathroom. You any? didn't feel safe in the boys' bathroom.
0: No, I didn't. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I would literally get like <laughs> guys peeking inside the little stalls. Oh my gosh, they'd you be did? banging on the doors. <gasps> yeah, right when I was just just using the restroom I like a normal person. Yeah, oh my um, gosh. so that was the reason mainly why I didn't go to the bathroom. Wow, because. Yeah, it was harassment.
1: <laughs> so you got harassed more in the men's bathroom than yes. you ever did in a girl's bathroom. Yeah. Have you ever gotten harassed in a girl's bathroom?
0: <sighs> the only time I did was this one little snooty girl who was like who she just didn't like that I was being she so was out and you. proud and yeah.
1: you know. Which was a little weird. Was that the girl who copied your outfits all the time?
0: there was a lot of girls who copied my outfits okay like i could if i'm gonna be honest i don't remember um and it's also really interesting hearing all of this because like you know as my age gets older my youth brain kind of decays oh yeah you forget <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. so i have to you help me revisit it
1: yeah so okay, yeah i hope that wasn't triggering for you no
0: yeah. i mean it's honestly just like a part of my life you know like yeah I've accepted it. Yeah, for sure. That's who I am. And that's what the hunters I've here. had to roll with, yeah. you know, and that's what mm. gave me the thicker skin I have today. And that's the reason I'm able to handle people coming
1: my way. I wish you didn't have to go through that. In but, a way, yeah. though,
0: I'm kind of glad I have because mm-hmm. it gives me character. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you now know. you can
1: like maybe help someone else who need or like, well, yeah, it just like,
0: makes me yeah. stronger in situations. Like mm-hmm. I can handle the complexity of understanding somebody else's struggles and why mm-hmm. they may have an issue with me because of what they're going through. Because trans people bring out a lot of insecurities within other people because it's kind of like holding a mirror up to you.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Because
0: we're so out and proud. It's like, oh, my gosh, at that point, it's like, what why am I not like this and I'm cis and you know (laughs) right yes I'm everything that is accepted in society Mm -hmm. and I can't even be confident in myself while I'm here being the opposite of what's accepted in society Mm -hmm. and being even more proud of who I am regardless of gender I would say going to those trans support groups like Mm -hmm. I remember I had this neighbor (laughs) um, that we were friends with you remember our next door neighbor. Yes. Yeah. And I would hang out with a little girl all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is before me like attending the classes. Did you go to the classes before I even was like aware of me being trans or was it like kind of you just guessed like what was what prompted you to do that?
1: Um. OK, so I started attending the support groups before I even called you a girl like oh, wow. I, I was still calling you a boy. OK. And I went in there just, like, kind of in crisis. Like, I didn't know, <laughs> like, where to turn or what to do or how to raise you or, mm-hmm. like, what was going on. And well, so...
0: Another question I have. Uh-huh. Um, sorry to interrupt you. But, like, was there anybody who was queer, specifically trans, in your life
1: before that you knew? Because, like... I have a cousin who's trans. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... it He lives really far away. I didn't grow up with him. Yeah. But I... I think that's the only person that I knew who was trans, but I never like looked into it too much. It was never like, yeah. you know, a big deal, I guess, to me. Yeah. Um, so. So
0: nobody close in your life. No. I remember you had Zach. Well, As... Zach's not trans. I know, not trans, yeah. but somebody who is queer.
1: Oh yeah, uh huh, yeah. He's a good friend of mine. I mean, I've known plenty of people who are gay, you know. But yeah. And you know, when I was raising you, when you started to show um like kind of signs that you are different mm-hmm. in my like dinosaur adult brain i'm like oh viandre is just a c- gay kid yep. you know because we assign like your Gender- sexuality so sexuality. much yeah. with like the way you act yeah. i guess or like you know we just kind of assume yeah and so for a long time i just thought you're gay i mean mm-hmm. i thought that for a really long time really yeah Because I'm, you know, like I'm so, my thinking was so, like I said, I was like a, you know, like just had this old school mentality Mm -hmm. that, oh, you act like this, then you're just kind of like this femi gay boy. Yeah. It wasn't the case. And then when I realized that you weren't or that was something was different was when um, you would come home from either school or from daycare or wherever and you would immediately come in the house Take off all your boy clothes, mm. and you would wrap a towel around your hair. You know how when you flip it upside down. I remember you would wear your you'd wear a towel around the house all the, all the rest of the evening. Yeah, because you said it was your ponytail, mm-hmm. and then you would want me to wrap blankets like this, like around you and tie it in the back Do as you a remember dress. That? As a dress, yes, and that's how you. And you didn't want to leave the house again. Mm-hmm. And um, one of my friends realized that you really liked um wearing dresses and so she bought you this tutu yeah like it was like one of those tutus that you pull (laughs) up, like a leotard tutu yeah oh my gosh you lived in that thing like that thing was tattered rat-a-tat-tat like (laughs) by the time you're done with
0: I swear and I started wearing them to school as well eventually when I came out but before then like I would put it on every single day after school yes and like I would be (laughs)
1: like and I was so and I guess like I was so scared that people were going to be cruel to you Mm -hmm. if you wore it out in public Mm -hmm. because I'm such a mama bear that I would have you take it off before we left the house. And you'd be like, no, I want to wear it. And I would be like, no, you can't. We cannot wear this to the grocery store, you know? And I really regret that Mm -hmm. now that I know better, Mm -hmm. right? But back then I was so – I just wanted to keep you safe and I didn't want anyone to like – bully you or say something to you that was going to dim your light or that was going to, like, you know, create trauma in your childhood. Mm -hmm. And so – but, yeah. And then I – so I was like, okay – What was the unthinking process for you? Like, what made you decide that
0: my happiness was Mm – gonna be more valuable than the protection yeah. for myself in a sense. Definitely I had to
1: educate myself. Yeah. We have to educate ourselves, period. We have to educate ourselves. We yeah. have to educate ourselves for our kids. If you want your child to grow up to be like, you know, the happiest functional person they can, yeah. it's like you have to support them. Yeah. Hands down. Do you and think so, that
0: was influenced by you maybe being a single mom?
1: So I okay. Because so, in a sense you
0: wouldn't have somebody like another man basically telling you, like, True. what to do. True. Um, um, so, so yeah. yeah. So,
1: here's something that a lot of people don't know about you, mm-hmm. but your father, I mean, passed away. Yes. When you were one years old. Yes. And he got into an accident. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was a single mom. I had just had my second kid. Yeah. So, there was you and Val. And um, he passed away the day before Val was born. Mm-hmm. And so right. I came home with two babies. And like a, you came out very young. I mean, as soon as you could kind of identify things that you liked or wanted to play with, mm-hmm. I knew you were different. Yeah. And so as a single parent, I didn't have another person or like possibly another person who was against raising you to be, you know, living in your truth. Mm-hmm. I, we didn't have that influence. Right. And and I feel for the people who have parents who are opposing, Yeah. you know, that might have one parent who's super supportive and then they have another parent who's just like adamant against it
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they can, and they're stuck and the kids are stuck because they can't move forward with the care that they need yeah. because of this one parent that's like holding them back.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, you know, I, 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 I really feel for the families and the kids who have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I did raise you by myself. Mm-hmm. and so I I don't know you know like why I ended up where I ended up where I was I mean where I just there was not a question I don't know like every parent wants their kid to be happy every kid parent wants their kid to come home smiling happy um you know doing well in school and By any means necessary. That's what I wanted for you too. So when something clicked in my brain was when I saw other people in the family that were not affirming. And like we went to Christmas and you had on one of those tutus. Right. And somebody in our family or I was getting presents out of the car and you went into the house. And then one second later, you you ran out and you were crying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Vyondra, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And you said, oh, so-and-so wants me to take off my tutu. They said, mm-hmm. I can't wear it to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I, I was just like, oh, hell no. So mm-hmm. I went in there and I said, Vyondra wearing this tutu. And if she's not wearing this, if you're not going to allow her to wear this tutu at Christmas, mm-hmm. we're not doing Christmas with you <laughs> ever. Right. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, no, 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 no. Fiona can wear the tutu. Right. And I was like, okay.
0: Because they didn't realize how serious and was. And that's when
1: I was like, no, like, forget everybody who has something to say to my baby. Mm-hmm. I'm going hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah <laughs> so it's
0: kind of you in a way letting me express myself and then having somebody oppose you and when your parenting was questioned mm-hmm. it was defense mechanism sort of, of I like, just didn't want to see you hurt exactly. and I didn't want
1: to see you cry and I do remember there was also a time where you would say like how come I was made with this body and you got that body it's not fair like mm. Why do I have to have this body? And you would like cry yourself to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, gosh, like if anybody who meets you or knows you, they get it. It's like instant. Like people who are so against trans people are trying to create anti trans legislation or whatever. Like, unfortunately, I don't know if they're ever going to learn until like somebody that they're close to or somebody they love comes to them and comes out with those feelings. Yeah. And even then, They still might not get it, you know, because there are families who completely shun their kids, Mm -hmm. which is just awful. But you I mean, we both know, you know, you can create a family if you have to.
0: Yeah. As a cis woman, have you ever been put in your place by somebody in the queer community when you were being a little outwardly wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Me? Overstep?
1: Never. <laughs> How dare you even think that of me, no, trans kid? Uh, for sure, absolutely, <laughs> and especially when you were young, like you know, because I was your advocate. So, mm-hmm. like, I remember we would go to conferences, and we went to a um a class, and it was for trans girls, and I had so many questions. I could answer, asking like, raise my question my hand, raising my hand, and the woman who was leading the class was like, "Listen, lady, like this is a this is a trans queer." space yeah and you are none of those things Mm -hmm. so you're gonna need to stop asking so many questions right and i was like oh my gosh
0: yeah so dumb i was like
1: i didn't say a peep right the rest of the time not for the parents yeah it's for us i've had to learn yeah i've had to learn for sure For sure. that's and that's okay
0: do you think trans women are a threat to women's sports
1: Oh, yeah. Because trans women are just dominating. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 2% of the population is taking over, you guys. I just read a a statistic that, like, trans athletes, at least, like, professional, like, 0.002% are. Trans. Even there, like... <laughs> and even further, there, I don't think that there's any trans athlete, at least a tr- there's no trans woman athlete that I know of that has broken a record that a cis woman has, has made. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like all this like trans uh, fear over trans women, especially the women, trans women athletes, is all hypothetical. Yeah. It's a, all a bunch of hypotheticals. All it's all a bunch of like what ifs and and you know, I think that there's so many more like important things that we could focus on in women's sports, like how about the pay difference between women and men's sports? How about the abuse of coaches in women's sports? Mm-hmm. How about the eating disorders that is prevalent in women's sports? Mm-hmm. Like these people who are trying to take this this opportunity from trans people to play sports are just fear mongering and they're not they looking sort of at, that they, the, at the they're not looking at the real issues yeah. that are existing. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, you know, like out like my sister or my, my stepsister, she has two beautiful children before she even had kids. she she had gone to the doctor and they had done some blood work and she's like, do you know that I have a uh, more bone density or a thicker bone density? muscle mass, and I have far more testosterone than the average woman. Right. And I was like, that's... It wasn't surprising because she was, like, very strong. But I was like, that's crazy, you know, that they know that about you. And that just goes to show that our bodies and our genetic makeup and our, you know, like, what we're made of is so different. Like, it varies from person to person. So really, I mean, if you want, like, a fair sports team or what like you're gonna have to break down like people's like you know like how much testosterone how much estrogen and what is your muscle mass and what's your bone density and actually you know what we award the cis people who have an advantage usually yeah over other cis people Absolutely. we award the people who have the longer arms for, for swimming we award the people who you know have the height for basketball right are taller in the nba <laughs> Girl, if I put, if we put you in an nba game you would get Girl. Crushed. Oh, like you I would went get into, crushed. When I was in
0: middle school, I ended up going to try <laughs> to play basketball because I was just interested in like maybe I could try a sport. I was interested in it. I haven't done it before, girl. I got floored. Like you know, you so made worse. one basket, right? One basket at the very last all game, all games. You were so proud of that basket. I was. I was proud of you for that basket. But the thing is, like, girl, I had
1: no advantage. Just because you're trans does not mean you're going to come in and just dominate. right? Absolutely no. no. <laughs> Granted, I was. And you're actually smaller, like, WNBA women Mm -hmm. are, like, six feet and up. Yeah. You're not even, like, it's, it's, like, the argument (laughs) is just so silly. Yeah. And, but here's where, what I also really feel very strongly is that, say what you want about adults, whatever, push that aside. Stop taking the opportunity away from kids to play sports. Right. Because, you know, who are you, big bully? You know, like, let these kids play sports. Exactly. There's, you' know, you know like watch a, a a little trans girl sit on the side the whole time, yeah, that's sad. Let these kids play sports before their secondary sex characteristics have 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 have, have you know come in mm-hmm. um I think that is just so wrong to right. take that opportunity away from kids, yeah, all kids should have the opportunity to play sports
0: and if you're really that interested in the statistics of strength level, you have the resources to. Do the blood work to do that. A lot of trans people who are in sports are on hormone therapy because right. They so want I think like in the Olympics, the rules, I could you know? be
1: wrong. This, as far as I know, I think it's because You have if you want to um, play um, or compete in women's track or look like, whatever, then they have you go on. And it might be in colleges too. They have you do hormone therapy for a couple years so that your hormones align with a cis woman's. Mm -hmm. so that your balance is the same yeah right so you're more of a you know like equal you're on equal um, on an equal playing field essentially exactly so at that
0: point you know it's like yeah girl there really is no advantage because my bone density is just the exact same as a cis woman and for people who get on hormones later in life the bone density actually ends up Becoming damaged to the point where it's. Do you like, know
1: that I think Leah Tom- is it Leah Thompson, the swimmer? After she transitioned, she did worse really? in her sports. Yeah, yeah, in her swimming
0: because our bone density is being fractured from the hormones it, it's
1: yeah it it softens or like whatever it softens yeah. takes a toll yeah
0: xyz so mm-hmm. you know basically we actually have you less guys, of an advantage i have
1: tried to like yeah to make it more like even or yeah. whatever mm-hmm. but yeah no i say let people play As
0: a trans person i looked to hormone therapy to help me with the trajectory of how my body was working was that ever kind of scary for you with me starting hormones and getting on a blocker was it, I know it was new to you, you know, so yeah. like, was it scary? Well, you had a
1: really, it was a little scary, but I, you had such a great doctor. Right. And so she's what's called an endocrinologist. Mm-hmm. And she was so good at like explaining what blockers do, what hormones do, what's mm-hmm. reversible, what's not reversible. So by the time that you were ready, it was, it, it wasn't a scary thing. It was like, okay, yes, like, we can go forward and everything's gonna be okay. Right. And I remember the doctor always saying, like, don't worry, mm-hmm. you're not gonna miss the train. You're she's fine, like stop worrying that you're 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 going to like She's not gonna have the opportunity to get the medication that she needs. Yeah. Because we were just so on top of it.
0: Yeah. I mean I was begging for it up. Yeah, points. you were. I was seeing everybody else go through puberty and basically I was just like, When is it gonna happen for me? Yeah. And <laughs> I remember the first yeah. <laughs>
1: or when we you finally got on estrogen for the first time and the doctor was like, Well, she wasn't she just doesn't throw it out there, you know? Like you yeah. have to really You have to slowly take it. And I remember going to school the
0: first day after going to that appointment. And I just didn't want to tell him. I just didn't want to tell any of my friends because I just felt like, honestly, this was meant for my body. I felt like this Mm -hmm. was something that was just needed to be natural to me. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, why announce it to the world? You know, I should just be able to integrate it in conversation later on if it comes up.
1: Yeah, for sure yeah you were really happy to get on it though i remember that
0: i really was yeah. <laughs> and
1: she started you on the tiniest dose i know she I mean, started
0: it was like 0.5 yeah, milligram tiniest, of estrogen tiniest. so it's like
1: these kids aren't going to the doctor and getting like on some full like right. you know like woman's uh, dosage it's right. like it's it's very slowly and very carefully administered
0: There are a lot of politicians out there currently that want to ban transgender affirming health care, especially for youth. Mm -hmm. What do you think the long term effects are going to look like for that, especially for trans kids?
1: I think that that is very um, scary. And I think that 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 the politicians, the people in power who want to take away trans affirming care don't have any idea what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They they're just trying to get. They're just trying to get power.
0: Exactly. They just
1: want to be in power. So what they're doing is the oldest trick in the book. They are taking a group of people to target and bully a marginalized group of people to make themselves feel superior Mm -hmm. and then vote for their leader to be in power. Right. So they're stepping on trans people and women and people of color So that it can feed the power, the the people in power. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, these people in power, like they're a lot of them have gone to very like prestigious colleges, Mm -hmm. Princeton and Yale and all that stuff. They're not, they're not small-minded people, are they? Well, I mean, they have to be. They're smarter than they let on.
2: Yeah, they know that there's
1: trans people. They know there's gay people. Mm -hmm. They know that these people have existed for forever and ever they just want to use that they want to weaponize it so that they can gain power and mm-hmm. it's just really sad that you know they want to do that gender affirming care i mean who's it hurting i mean li- li- people who are cis take part in gender affirming care yeah you know, they take I, I know women who take estrogen or cis women who take estrogen, cis men who take testosterone. And that's uh, what
0: it's originally made for technically. Because you it know? helps
1: them feel more, you know, like comfortable and more like, you know, like in mm-hmm. their gender. Absolutely. It helps them feel like who they are. Do mm-hmm. so they take hormones? They take the pills that help them. They, you know, right. they do the things to their body that that they want to do that makes them, you know, express their gender identity better. Mm-hmm. Um, you sex know, effects
0: are irreversible. Like, if I really wanted to, I mean, obviously, at this point in my life, okay. after 10 years of being on hormones.
1: Well, that's hormones. But, like, for example, the blockers. blockers. And this is really important. A lot of people don't know this, but block puberty blockers are a little, um, like, it's a little... Uh, uh, um, like a little matchstick, you know, it's kind of like, like, like the size of basically like, basically
0: a little implant in your it arm. It gives that will off pause medication
1: mm-hmm. to pause puberty. Mm-hmm. Why was this made? It wasn't made for trans kids. Mm-hmm. It was made for kids who had precocious puberty, mm-hmm. such as the kids who had maybe like a period at the age of five. Right. So they put the blocker in. It just, you know, kind of gives you more time, suppresses, you know, the, the secondary characteristic characteristics from, coming forward so you have a little bit more time to decide what you want to do right for trans kids Mm -hmm. so you got on a blocker Mm -hmm. when you were young you were like the first round of kids you're like the pioneer kids Mm -hmm. but it's been tested before on other kids like who had the precocious puberty yeah so you know like now they want to are they going to take that option away for the kids who have precocious puberty Mm -hmm. those kids are fine you are fine and then When you're the blocker wears off over time, like most medications, and by that time you can kind of decide, well, do I want to introduce hormones or not? So it buys you time, you still grow taller. Mm-hmm. Your brain still develops the same as other kids. Mm-hmm. Um, people have this like misguided and uneducated like opinion that blockers somehow have these uh, irreversible effects, and that's not true. They don't. And it's actually, not true. When
0: my blocker wore off, I had to get on more hormones to make sure that I was not having male puberty. Right. And I actually did end up having some of that male puberty, which mm-hmm. led to some effects that were just very dysphoric for my body. Mm-hmm. So, I think that in itself is a testament that you know, these yeah. effects are temporary for a reason and are here to help you and for a period of time.
1: And the hormones are supported by, you know, most me- medical organizations. Professionals. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, you know, like can see that this is going to have an effect on your mental health if you don't have them. And, you know, the suicide rate of like trans people who aren't, you know, possibly don't have access to these is, is, is high, mm-hmm. you know, because they don't feel they wake up every day and, and don't feel like, you know, like themselves. themselves. And it's really sad. So I think it's it's foolish to take away gender affirming health I think it's really silly. I mean, silly is like a nice word. It's, it's shitty. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, I think these these uh, people in power have no idea what they're doing to people's mental health. And it's just sad, all, for some, sad all for some votes. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I asked on my story, what is a question you have for my mom who has helped me transition at a young age? So we're going to do some rapid fire questions for you to answer. Okay. This Ready. is what my supporters want to know. Rapid
1: fire. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's go.
0: <laughs> okay. How long did it take for you to understand how I felt about my gender identity?
1: I had to educate myself. Right. So it took a few years. And then um, when it was time to transition, it was no surprise. Period. Yeah.
0: Love it. Okay. How did our relatives react to me coming out as trans in the family?
1: Some of the relatives were immediately supportive. And actually, your aunt was the one who suggested that you might be trans. So if it wasn't for her, who knows where we'd be? What? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Auntie Gina or Katie? Gina. Oh, my God. Hey, Gina. Thank you.
0: (laughs) You're the reason I am who I am, I guess. (laughs) She put me on. Right. Yeah. um this one's actually from my manager which is a really good question oh gosh um she said what was your mom's biggest fear sending you to school also how did your mom deal with seeing you get bullied in school and online
1: my biggest fear of you going to school was um obviously that people would bully you tease you leave you out that you would not want to go to school yeah and what was the second question
0: what was your reaction or your feelings in the moment when i was getting Mm -hmm. bullied Online and in school.
1: Oh, nip it. I would like the first school that you ever went to, you got teased immediately. I moved to school districts because no, we're not going to sit around and and waste time, you know, play with my baby's heart. Right. So we moved school districts. So you're in a safer location.
0: We're also not here to waste time and put myself in a unsafe environment where I can't be accepted to express myself. I deserve all of that. You know, I deserve to be... Who I want to be and not have people oppose my just to who I am as a person. Yeah.
1: And if there's there was some um, online bullying straight to the district. Oh, that part. No. All the online like, bullying, I'm straight Karen. <laughs> I'm like, I got to speak to somebody <laughs> about this. Like that was me. <laughs> yeah. No,
0: I wasn't caring for myself as well, because I would report so many comments to the office of people that were in my school. The only problem was, I swear, they were just going to slap on the wrist. We'll talk mm-hmm. about that more in the yeah. next episode. But yeah.
1: For sure. Uh, oh my god! But no, I'm going hard.
0: Period. S- Straight to the top. <laughs> Love it. I
1: need a, We need an apology. Yeah. We need another one. <laughs> yep.
0: And you need to be exposed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. And exposed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have a game for you that okay. I do with all my guests. It's called the good, bad, and the fabulous. We're going to mm-hmm. hear one topic. And basically, you're going to tell me a good, bad, and fabulous thing that comes to mind when you hear it, okay. All right. So the first one is coming out. A good, bad, and fabulous thing you feel about it.
1: Oh my gosh, well, good. I feel like good and fabulous is like together. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like obviously it's good because uh, it's it's freeing. It's like liberating. It's right, amazing, fabulous because you get to you know take it further and really you know start playing with your uh, and expressing your gender expression outwardly outwardly yeah yeah that's brilliant I love that and bad I don't think there's anything bad about coming out unless maybe you're not in a safe yeah that's what I was gonna say yeah
0: um good for me is that you know you just get to finally live in your skin and finally feel yourself without feeling burden of the shell that you're in
2: Mm
0: -hmm. uh bad would be the dysphoria you feel before i guess like it just yeah. it just feels so trapped and mm-hmm. yeah i don't know when i wasn't out i felt so trapped and i would just it was the only thing i thought about mm. and i couldn't even think about living before putting you know a sense of purpose to my identity mm-hmm. so i'd say bad in that sense but fabulous is when i finally you know am out and have lived my truth for at least like a little time where I can have some wisdom I feel fabulous because I you know have experience and I can feel more comfortable and it's not just the rip the band-aid off moment it's more so of like oh I can finally learn about myself now the next one is a Kim Petras
1: Ooh fabulous and fierce yeah yes
0: kim petrus yeah uh she sings
2: my coconut i love that I got stuck in my head all day yesterday no we were
0: playing that as we were getting ready together um a good is oh my gosh she followed me on instagram she did yeah i I was being such a fangirl and i was like oh my gosh can i just like how should I get her attention she dropped a song and I sent the lyrics to her in her dms and she was like I love you and I was like oh my
2: gosh like I wasn't
0: expecting you to respond but she's been just outwardly showing much love to all of the trans people in the community um which honestly is kind of unheard of for those who want power um in the industry so i was just really thankful that she even Mm -hmm. showed me light Mm -hmm. um and bad there's nothing bad about her No, i think what could be bad is the things that people say about her online and the way that people i don't know when she won her grammy the way people were treating her and discrediting Mm -hmm. her Mm -hmm. i definitely think that's bad um but a fabulous is how she handled it and how she came out even stronger
1: yeah she's definitely like Breaking through the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trailblazer. Fabulous. Trailblazer fabulous. for this generation. <laughs> Everything fabulous. Yeah. And she was just on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Yes. I just bought it yesterday. And you just bought it. Yeah. You're like, we have to get this.
2: So, <laughs> it's history happening fabulous, in real time, all y'all. Good. <laughs> breaking
1: through the ceiling. Breaking those barriers. You know, people need to see. Yeah. Pe- trans people are here. Here. We love you, Kimmy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the last
0: one is trans actors. And specifically euphoria, but I know there's a lot of trans actors that you actually introduced me to in my childhood with like pose and stuff. So good, bad and fabulous about that.
1: Oh my gosh. So good. And so fabulous because trans people are, I mean, and the storylines also like in, in, in shows and Mm -hmm. movies. So important to see. Yeah. So important to see. Mm -hmm. Um to see, you know, trans romance, right, and people, you know, loving on trans people. So yeah. it's just good. It's fabulous. Like I, I, I love it. Give the jobs, you know, to trans people to play trans roles, right? Because then they, they can understand it on. A more Well, less not than only that, but level. like, I mean, how long have trans people been, you know, like denied roles because they're trans. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's so important to like, you know, pe- trans people are part of our, you yeah. know, part of society, the part of who, who we are. Yeah. So it's important to get the stories out there to, you know, show uh, and educate people because that's how a lot of people get their exposure yeah. is through TV. Yeah. So, so important. Super important. Nothing bad.
0: A good about trans actors is that it gives us, you know, a sense of somebody to claim an identity with. I think in like, Mm -hmm. especially Mm -hmm. kids shows, it should be important to have trans people in them because we to look up to. Yeah. To look up to and to kind of develop like a sense of idolship. Um, even though that, that's not a word <laughs> uh, for us to look up to somebody and for us to feel represented a bad is when trans roles are given to those people who are not trans you do not know our experience you yeah, know no. and a lot of the times with roles people put in some of their personal experience or you know research that they've done but that can't always that cannot always be accurately depicted mm-hmm. if it's not coming from a trans person. Mm-hmm. Um, and fabulous is that we just get to be represented in the media and celebrated. Yeah. And I love that.
1: Yeah, I do too. Yes. I want more. <laughs> I want more. <laughs> I need, I need.
0: What song was that? Um, you remember? <laughs> a zip in the pool, a trip to the spa, endless days in my shades, the whole world is boarding to moi. Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> Sharpe evans oh. from high school musical
1: oh okay oh, yeah, I got yeah. It. yeah
0: okay yeah. <laughs>
1: anyways like, that's familiar but that's wow. like more you that was more like your age range yeah yes. I, I used to sing it as a kid all the time yeah
0: <laughs> all right but that'll wrap us up for today oh wait
1: before we go i do have a little gift for you oh. I've been sitting on a secret, as you say. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we did mention at the beginning that your dad um, passed away when you were young, yes. and today is actually his birthday. Yes. And he would have been forty-five, mm-hmm. and this was something that he wore when you were a baby. Oh my God! And I found it the other day, and oh. I wanted to give it to you. No so way! Look at this. It's a look at it's a hologram picture of you oh. when you were a baby. <gasps> this is so special. And he was so proud of you. And he loved you so much. He, he made it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and he wore it all the time. I remember not being able to
0: have this as a kid because mm-hmm. you were like, I don't want to wear it. Yeah, it's definitely so something. take care of it.
1: Yes, but I'm it's definitely it a... just like you know a just like a a reminder that you know you're loved and like his energy and all that is yeah. like I I I feel it through you and I think that you're just like meant for so much and you're. You are a revolutionary and I love you so much. Thank
0: you. I love you, mom. Yeah, thank you it. for letting me express myself. I mean, I know I shouldn't thank people for that, you know, but nope. it's, No. No. Yeah. It's a standard Not that necessary. needs to be put out there for yeah. sure. Yeah. So <laughs> well, I love you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think he would love us too to this day. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> All this energy that he gives honestly just exudes within yeah. how I grow up and how yeah. I am. And yeah. 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 I love you. I love you. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming, Mom. Of I really course. appreciate it. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it says t- it took a lot for you to like take it a- time out of your schedule. You're a busy woman. So I'm just like, again, I appreciate it so much. Um, and that will wrap us up for today's episode. Is there any last words or anything that you want to say?
1: Um, if you're a parent out there who is raising a trans kid or you think your kid might be trans or under the trans umbrella, yeah. Um, I would say that the organization that helped me navigate uh, with you the most was, um, it's called TransFamilies.org. Yes. And they have a lot of online resources. Um, They are vetted very carefully. So their Zooms and their calls and stuff like that. They make sure that you're legit. Okay, Yeah. And that you're, you know, you're, you have the best intentions, but TransFamilies.org and you, they're just a wealth of information and a support system when you feel like you might not have the answers that you're looking for. Um, if you are trying to help your child navigate through hormone therapy, um, look into endocrinologists, that can help. And if you're in, not in a safe state, yeah. um, know that Washington is a state that has um, a protection yeah. for trans people like we it's called a, we, we passed what's called the shield law and so you know like and there are other places too i know kansas city is one of those um places that are you know a safe haven for trans people but um you know keep fighting get out there and vote for you know the people who are going to support gender affirming care and support our kids and um just keep fighting the good fight and do your best I love love your kids. <laughs> love your kids. And any selfish social plugs. Girl, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can find me through you. If you ever tag me, okay, okay. yes. <laughs> but I don't want to be out there like that. Like, okay. I don't know you people. She's
0: Teva's <laughs> mom, 34, on TikTok. No. I'm correct. So. <laughs> that
2: is not true. Yes, it is. You are going to be
0: Teva's mom. We'll put the real thing on the screen. Don't worry. (laughs) I'll give you the legit at username <laughs> okay um, but mine is Beondre Mitchell on Instagram Beondre on TikTok and Beondre M on Snapchat but that's it for today's show thank you everyone for watching I can't believe we even had this happen um, <laughs> I hope you loved it as much as I did and make sure to come back next week for episode 4 and don't forget to rate, follow, and review Don't Ask me that on all streaming platforms and you can watch the visual on the Pass Your Bedtime YouTube channel and don't forget to subscribe alright but that'll call it for it day. Um, I love you dollies. I'll see you later.